Hey, Sasha. Hey, Courtney. Did you know I wrote a book about poltergeists? What? Wow. Yeah, it's flying off the shelves. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's spoop hour. and Sasha. I'm Courtney. I'm Sasha. I realize that we don't do that very often. No, we don't do that very often. We just greet each other in the beginning. This is Spoop Hour. And Um, this is Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is Patrick. (laughs) So anyway, it is the first week. We're we're ending the first week of 2018. Literally on day seven of 2018. How's your year going? It's going really well. If every weekend was like this weekend for like the rest of 2018, I'm gonna have a really good year. Yeah, I'd have, I had a pretty good weekend. I saw a bunch of good shit talking about Trump. Um, Because I was in and around D.C. and we came across a sticker that was like, Trump sucks. And it was like a multiple choice test. And the first one was (laughs) Putin's cock and the second was Ivanka's boobs. Nice. Nice. Gross, but also truesies. And we went to Kramer Books and they had a sign on the door that was like, Fire and Fury sold out. (laughs) Yeah, Kramer Books had a whole like fucking midnight Yeah, they had a midnight release party. Yeah. This isn't Harry Potter. This is like some really dark shit. (laughs) But hilarious dark shit. Have you, did you see the tweet where it was like, the the audiobook narrator of Fire and Fury sounds just like a young Ron Howard. Amazing. Like the, like music that sounds like Arrested Development music in the background. It is too good. Did you see the thing on Twitter that somebody made a pop-up version? No. So they just made like a pop-up book version. So it's like, in case the words are too hard for you to read. Oh my god. (laughs) So in case that wasn't clear, we're against certain things on this podcast. Like, I don't know, racism, sexism, sexual assault. People not believing in ghosts. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't really believe in ghosts. We're we're pro that, I Mm -hmm. guess. We're, We're pro just anything having to do with ghosts, provided that they're not like old racist ghosts. Right which we are not about. Mm-mm. We are Spoop Hour. We are Spoop Hour. I'm still Courtney. That's still Sasha. That's still Sasha. And if you want to find us anywhere else, we are Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram now. Yeah. So you should follow that account. If you want to chill with us, we're starting to do promo swaps and accomplishing my podcast resolution, not revolution. Right. As, <laughs> as I kept saying last day. week when I was not drunk. And go ahead and reach out to us. We're spoophour at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to hear from you. We get really excited when people talk to us. Like, oh my god, we'd get so excited when people talk to us. My default reaction is like semicolon, underscore, 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 semicolon, which is the like crying crying about it. Because that's how I feel. Every time somebody contacts us, I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) they want to be my friend. Perhaps it's you. You're awesome. Like, yeah. she, she was like, hey, do you want to do a promo song? We're like, yes! Oh, yes. I know. I was like, oh my it. god. Yeah, so. so. It's not awkward. Be my friend. Right? No, we <laughs> want to be, and like, with BS Podcast as yeah. well. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys are great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for reaching out. Yeah, so we're we're working on our 2018 resolutions seven days in, so we're crushing yes, it. we're killing it. So in this first seven days of the new year, has anything spooky happened to you? Um, 
Kind of. Um, not, not like super spooky, but I don't spend a lot of time in our apartment by myself. Mm-hmm. Usually at least another person is home. Yeah. But we live on the East Coast and we had we a lot of snow this week. And it was um, real cold. Yeah, and it was super cold. So we had New Year's Day off. Yes. We went to school Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes. And then our county closed school Friday, uh, Thursday. And nice. I was like, oh, I didn't think it was going to snow. And it actually snowed. And I was like, okay, great. So I'm sitting here by myself on Thursday, like, a little bit antsy, because I'm usually not here by myself. And I, my car was, you know, like, snowed in, and like, yeah. you thankfully, like, dug me out partially. But Just it was a little also, bit. Like, I was like, oh, I don't really have any reason to, like, leave the house. So I was sitting here, like, by myself working on some work and just kept hearing the house settling, mm-hmm. kept hearing thuds. And I know it's the cats, but I It's definitely... one cat in particular. Right. Psyche lands a lot heavier than her 10 pounds would suggest. Right. She sounds like a grown-ass man. And then, like, so, yeah, I was definitely spooked really easily throughout the day. <laughs> and, like, there was one point where I was just, like, listening to a podcast and, like, had my... I was playing, um... Well, I beat Mario Odyssey. <laughs> um, but then yeah. I was playing Zelda with, like, the volume down, just listening to my podcast. And then, like, kept hearing, like, thumps. And I was like, This is too much. And then Friday, we got off because it was too cold. <laughs> so, yeah, because the wind chill was, like, <laughs> negative 10 or something. So they to school again. And so I'm, like, still sitting here by myself, like, I want someone to hang out with me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it was, like, yellow wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> As you hanging out alone would imply, I had to go to work on Thursday. We had a two-hour delay, and since I was digging things out anyway, I figured I would also start to dig out you and other roommates' car. And then we were open on Friday, and I was cold and salty for most of the day, because that's how I roll. So much like the rose, I was cold and salty. Cold and salty, yeah. And speaking of salty... What snack did I bring for us today? You brought us orange truffles. So they're made by Double Premium Confections. Yesterday I was in D.C. with my significant other, as How I think I mentioned. they salty, though? They're salty because snacks are sometimes oh, salty. Oh, well, I also am eating Popeyes right you are. now. So there's a salt. I don't <laughs> there's know. There's a salt. <laughs> I was trying to connect. It was a food thing. I got they're not you. salty. Girl, I got you. But we were at teaism in uh, DuPont Circle. It's a local Mm. DC chain and there are a couple of them, but we were at the one in DuPont Circle and I saw those and I was like, we need a smoop, smoop, smoop hour. hour. We need a smoop hour snack. And so I got us the orange truffles because I am a sucker for chocolate with any kind of like art on it. Mm. And this has like little oranges. I should probably take a picture. It's super cute. I probably should have taken a picture before I gave one to our other roommate because I didn't want her to feel left out. She also bought me a caramel macchiato iced even though it's really cold out but because it's really warm in here it's it toasty. is it's nice and starbucks you should sponsor us because yes, we for real. have something from you like every single time all the t- fucking time i got myself a peppermint mocha but i already drank it mm. it was also iced but that's because i don't like hot coffee and i pretty much only like iced peppermint mochas so if iced peppermint mochas want to sponsor us that's cool too <laughs> i did have a spooky thing happen to me last night i was down here talking to other roommate and she got herself a beer out of the fridge mm-hmm. and she was just holding it and we were talking about the winchester house oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and for people who don't know about it for people who don't know about it i kind of want to do an episode next week yeah. on haunted mansions and oh, just yes. like spooky houses so we can delve into it. But the long and short of it is the widow of the Winchester rifle fortune got a weird psychic prediction and so built a house nonstop until the day she died. So we were talking about that and talking about she was like, I'll send you the Wikipedia link. And I was like, I can't do research for this podcast this late at night. It was like 830 because I was like, it's too close to bedtime. And right when I'm on the cusp of sleep, my lizard brain is going to go. But what if ghosts are real? And then like it's over for me. Yeah. And then I don't sleep. So we were talking about that, and as she was just standing there, I was explaining to her that today's theme is 
poltergeist mm-hmm. and all of a sudden her beer just like foamed up out of the bottle and spilled everywhere and she was like what the fuck at which point i yelled at the ghost that's following me around i know i said i wanted you to reveal reveal yourself to me but that's not how i wanted you to fucking do what i meant like move a pillow we actually there was a spooky thing the other roommate was telling me she's like maybe this is one of your ghosts oh, like, no! oh no the other day we kept hearing this beeping and oh. we like pulled the smoke detector off the wall and it's, it's wired because we live in a complex that like has everything wired that's why yeah. they all go off at the same time right the sound was echoing, so we had another friend over. Oh my god, this was only yesterday. <laughs> we it's been so long. Time has not been moving properly. <laughs> it's the but damn ghost. We were walking around the room, and we kept hearing the sound like really loud in different corners that Ooh. weren't anywhere near. And we were like, "This is something is fucking with us right yeah. now." But we eventually figured out it was the carbon monoxide detector. We don't have carbon monoxide. The batteries were just low. That, which was literally my <laughs> question because I'm that kind of person. When I wasn't in the house, so I get a text, and I'm like, "Do you guys want me to just submit a service request?" anyway to make sure that we're not being poisoned and they were like no it's fine mm. so if we die that's mm. why it has a thing on the back where it's oh, like the guide to chirps it's like one trip a minute just replace the battery mm. it's like four trips a minute you're dying no it's like there's an error on this machine it's <laughs> like flashing alarms like lights and everything is like you're dying get out <laughs> and i think it was five trips a minute was dead but not us dead. The machine is dead. <laughs> I like that <laughs> it, had to, it had to clarify. You're not dead. You're not dead. <laughs> Thank no, God. The, the machine is dying. <laughs> this is your friendly spoop hour reminder to check your smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors. Yeah, because it's winter. It's winter, and that's <laughs> when that it. shit gets you. Yeah. And that's the cause for a lot of ghost activity is people get, you know, carbon monoxide poisoning. And because they're deprived of oxygen, they start hallucinating. And that's when you get ghosts, which ties into today's theme. I ordered a three-piece basket, and they gave me four. <gasps> That's more than three. I love it. Thanks, Popeyes. Thanks, Popeyes. That's basically like they're sponsoring us. <laughs> they gave me extra chicken. They're sponsoring us with extra chicken. So do you want to use that extra chicken to transition into we wanted to do our first Dear David update of 2018? Because we're super chicken. We're super chicken, and also, he's back! Yeah, so, um, a couple he's, nights ago... Real quick, he's yeah. been back for a while, mm-hmm. and every time, I swear to God, you send me the Dear David's Back update, I'm literally already in bed, and I'm like, I will deal with this in the morning. You are. It's every, every <laughs> single time. It's like she knows I'm about to well, sleep. because, like, there was... It was probably, what, four nights ago was when yeah. he updated this. Four nights ago, you and I were sitting here talking, and like, didn't he update? And I was, like, trying to remember what it was, but part of it was... The, the discussion we were having, I was remembering that he tweeted that, hey, I'm leaving New York for Oh, yeah, bit. he went to Montana. And so that was the most recent tweet. And so you and I were talking about this, and then you went to bed, and yes. I was walking up the stairs checking Twitter, ha! which is probably dangerous. You fool. I probably shouldn't do that. That's how my ghost is going to end up haunting this. I was going to say, best case scenario, you fall down the stairs while you're on Twitter. Yeah, right? <laughs> so then I see that, like, he updated, so I immediately sent you the update. Mm. So as it turns out... If I understand this correctly, oh my god, he followed him? <laughs> to Montana. To Montana. Which is odd, because when we first covered the story, Adam Ellis had, I believe, just gotten back from Japan. Mm-hmm. And Dear David did not follow him to Japan. No. Which one wise Twitter commentator said, because boy didn't have his passport. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't want to leave the country. <laughs> but yeah, it's also spooky, because like this one he included fo- photos. He usually photos. includes photos, but... He's Whoa. in, like, the snow in Montana, and there's, like, oh, my God, it's just so really So, the last, disturbing. the update before the Montana update, we got footage of Dear David, because Adam Ellis yes. has set up a camera next to his bed, one of the ones that just automatically takes a picture, like, every five to 15 and seconds or whatever. <laughs> so, there's, like, 
Little boy in the corner in the green chair. Little boy slightly closer. Little boy slightly closer. Little boy right on the camera. It's like, no. And even though I, as this resident skeptic, am like, this is super bullshit, but it's very well-crafted bullshit, so it still gives me the yeah. spoops. Yeah. That's so, the thing. Like, I was talking to some of my coworkers about this, too, because they mm-hmm. follow it. And, again, our mission in life is to teach kids critical thinking skills and to, like, <laughs> be skeptics as well. But we're also like, yeah, this is definitely fake. But it still, like, makes us feel, like, yeah. really, like, heebie-jeebie. It's like, like, it's like watching a horror movie. Yeah. You know it's not real, but the lizard part of your hindbrain is like, this is fucking scary. I'm, con- I'm un- uncomfortable. Like, this image in particular, like, really, like, freaks me out. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could only look up at him. It's like, I can imagine, like, yeah. having something, like, that close to me, like, right. See, for me, it's the... And the... Plummeting, he plummeted downward, and I felt this huge pressure in my chest. Nope. Like, that's that's awful. Because even if you're just having a nightmare, like, feeling... I, yeah. I was having nightmares last night, and I woke up really sweaty. Mm. And I hate that feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I know that there is... My body was doing some, like, you know, panic response yeah. thing. Um, and so, like, even if this isn't real, but if he's, like, feeling any... Like, if he is having nightmares or something like that, it's... it's the feeling is the, real. The, the feeling yeah. is real. It's terrible. Terrifying. Yeah, and for me, what's the creepiest part is from the last update, when you see, you know, the little boy ghost mm-hmm. is in the corner getting steadily closer, and then when it's just standing next to the bed, because I have learned about myself from accidents involving my parents when I was still living at home, and I would fall asleep with the light on. There was one time where my mom got back really late, and she was in my room, and she was going to turn my bedside lamp off. I oh, right. thrash if you lean over me when yes. I'm asleep. I start, like, flailing. So I have punched significant others in the face. I have hit my parents in the face. This is why I don't ever come into your room don't do and it. you leave your lights on. Just don't do it. I will hit night. you. Yeah, I know you'll hit me. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to let her wake up in the middle of the night and turn everything off Yeah, especially because now I sleep with a sleep mask on. Like yeah. the like, so, cu- it so it doesn't affect me if yeah. my light's off. Because just so long as I pulled my eye cover over my face, right. I'm good. So don't... Oh, my God. So my cat's is being real cute right now. I got this bag for Christmas. It's one of those, like, things Amazon wraps gifts in, and both cats have taken to it, and my cat is currently burrowing in there. And I think Sasha, the intrepid reporter, is going to go in there and just... I'm going to take a photo Take a photo. We'll post it on Instagram. My favorite thing to do with her in there is just to pick it up and move the bag somewhere else in the apartment. Because... Because it's like, they've traveled. They yeah. teleported. And she she doesn't care, which is yeah. odd, because my cat will fight me before going into her carrier. But she fucking loves this little gray bag. So we'll post this picture on Instagram. We'll also do a throwback Thursday, because we did a photo shoot with both cats and a set of uh, Halloween lights, which was very cute and vaguely spooky. But yeah, so while Sasha's taking this photo, I'm just going to share my thoughts on Dear David. <laughs> so the Montana update, basically he was at, I think it was like his parents' house yeah. in Montana, and he saw weird tracks in the snow the next day after he had these dreams. And he couldn't figure out what the tracks were from. He saw some and he was like, oh, that's clearly a deer, that's a rabbit. And then there were some that looked like small human footprints. And he was like, that's not, that's not great. No, <laughs> that's not great. Yeah, and so, like, he's having these, like, flashes and things where he thinks, oh, shit, this guy's followed me to fucking Montana, because he was thinking about just, oh, maybe I'll just move. Move to another apartment in New York. Yeah, and he's like, it, I like my current apartment, but, you know, at what cost? I'm tired all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping. I just want to sleep. But then Dear David was like, surprise, bitch, I'm in Montana. Howdy, y'all. God... Damn it! (laughs) Throw my hat. So, Adam Ellis, I'd like to commend you for writing a quality 21st century ghost story. Yes, thank you. But also, he also has an update in in four days, and his last update was, I just, I'm at a loss. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm like, (laughs) no, sweetie! 
reading. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our that's yeah. our Dear David update. And that, Dear David does remind me, it was, what, a few months ago that we talked about that Mexican resort story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that author had to, like, straight up be like, this is this fake. This is fake. I'm, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sure eventually Adam Ellis is going to hit the point where he, like, either runs out of ideas or doesn't want to just keep doing it. So yeah. he's just like, Thank guys, you guys, for thanks for, this was fun. Yeah. I'm sorry I spooped you, but also I'm not sorry because that was literally the entire point. Mm-hmm. Thanks for spooping along with me. Spooping along. Spooping along. So that's your Dear David update of 2018. And that kind of brings us to our topic today, which is poltergeist. Poltergeist. Or poultry geist is like the spirit of this chicken, fried chicken I've got. Yeah, and guess what? You're me. eating it anyway. I'm fuck, it fuck, anyway. motherfucker. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> so with poltergeists, we kind of came up with this. I came across this sad article that ended up being less about poltergeists and more about the failure of the foster care system right. and made me sad. So I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. But what I do want to talk about is just poltergeists in general. So yes. I have to introduce us to our topic Ooh. and sort of dip our toe into the water of poltergeist I- possibilities. I made a game. A game! <laughs> so this game is called Call the Exorcist, Call the Plumber, or Call the Electrician. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a series of statements. I think I made 15. Okay. And each of them is either the sign of a standard household problem for which you should call a plumber or electrician or the sign of a poltergeist. So you're going to say, call the exorcist if you think it's a poltergeist Mm -hmm. sign, call the plumber if it's just something wrong with your plumbing, or call the electrician if it's just like something wrong with your wires. Okay. You ready for this? I am ready. Y'all ready for this? Why couldn't I stop that? I don't know. We did a line dance to that in the seventh grade, and I can still do it. I remember that we did have to do that, but I have blocked out the dance. Oh, I can teach it to you. It's like two steps to the right, and then you go back the other way, and then you do front, back, step, point, cross, point, cross, point. Call the exorcist. No! Sasha does not like my couch dancing, <laughs> and she won't buy my fucking poltergeist books. So fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. I did shout at her earlier this week, her and our other roommate. We were watching uh, Sci-Fi's miniseries, Alice, from right after they became Stiffy, and I made some joke, and they both had, like, no reaction, so I just was like, I'm hilarious. Fuck you, because I get very aggressive sometimes. You are? I mean, we proved that you're hilarious last, uh, on New Year's when yeah, we played we that game. game. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, first statement. <clears throat> oh, you called me the other day? Sorry, my phone's been on the fritz. Call the exorcist, call the plumber, or call the electrician. Take that shit to Sprint. No, oh. you call the exorcist. So unless there's an exorcist at your local Sprint store, which oh, there God. might be, poltergeists have reportedly caused problems with telephones. Huh. So, like, they'll, people will get weird calls, or they'll just answer the phone and they'll be static, or uh. just the phone will short out. Oh, God. So, rumored... Rumored. Poltergeist. So the fact that my phone is a piece of garbage is probably a poltergeist. Mm, okay. So. Sometimes I hear a whistling noise coming from my bathroom. Call the exorcist. Call the plumber. Oh. You might have a dented pipe that causes whistling. Hmm. And it's if the pipe is dented, you'll get like a weird mm-hmm. whistle noise when you run, just like, mm-hmm. when you run water. My sink smells like farts. You look concerned. Call, call the plumber. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you might have a ruptured pipe. Okay. If you smell farts in your sink. My bedroom smells like farts. Call your gastroenterologist. 
<laughs> tell your boyfriend to start stop farting in your bedroom. Nope, call the exorcist. <laughs> Inexplicable smells, including reportedly pig manure, cigar smoke, spoiled food, and other gross smells like sewage, have been reported with poltergeist activities. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's this comic that I read when I was in middle school and high school. Yeah. And one of the, like, mini comics within it, talking about, like, this girl woke up in the middle of the night, the Mm -hmm. night before, was like, I was startled because I smelled the smell of a fart that wasn't mine. (laughs) (laughs) And people were like, oh, God, you have ghosts. And he's like, yes. That is is the sign of a poltergeist. poltergeist. Yeah, they'll fart on you. I read that like 15 years ago. It's all come full circle. Yeah, and now you know. They weren't just making a funny joke. It was... It's actually a ghost. Oh, God. Although... That, that, that is one of my fears, though. Like, smelling the smell of a fart that isn't mine. <laughs> like, while I'm sitting, like, alone. Oh, I was like, like... And oh, it's not like... No, no, no. Someone no, else, like, no, no, your no, family's... No, no that, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> my God, no. it's someone else's fart. <laughs> no, like, I'm, like, alone. There are no... There's no one else around you There's nothing around. Just, I just smell, like, a fart wafting through. And well, the good news is, if it's coming from your sink, it's probably because you have a ruptured pipe. Or any kind of plug. So if it's coming from your, um, like, toilet or, <laughs> or, <laughs> or your bathtub or whatever, it's, it's probably ruptured pipe. All right. Keep my nose out. Yeah. My teenage son slammed the door the other day and the lights flickered. Who do you call? Call your electrician. Call the exorcist. No! Teenagers can draw in poltergeists and their violent mood swings oh, can true. affect poltergeist activities. Also, poltergeists love messing with electricity. You know what other teenagers drew in a poltergeist? Hmm. Fucking the Harry Potter ones. Yeah. They had a fucking poltergeist living in there. Peeps. Peeps. Yeah. Who yeah. was like chill. He was just kind of a dick. From... He, just, he helped during the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh, I didn't read that book. Oh, right. Because you're, yeah. Because yep, I, I got mad at J.K. Rowling after book six and I was like, I'm not reading book seven. And I have had many people be like, you should read book seven. And at this point, I'm like, just Peeps. saying that to be. Peeves helps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good job, Peeves. <laughs> Glad you're no longer peeving us off. <laughs> <clears throat> the circuit breaker in the basement keeps blowing, and we keep losing power. Electrician. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you probably have faulty wiring. Yeah, that makes sense. See, this is a fun game because it's educational both about poltergeists and about household, household issues. Because <laughs> I didn't know a lot of these things. I had, like, four tabs open of poltergeist signs, problems that there's something with wrong with your plumbing, and problems that would indicate faulty wiring. So now I know more. more when I stop now. buying avocado toast and can afford a house. My, Never. <laughs> my pipes creak and bang in the middle of the night. Poltergeist. Yep. Call the exorcist. Poltergeists cause inexplicable noises. It's the quote-unquote bump in the night type. Uh, so if it's just doing that. So um, it's not just our house, like, settling, it's... Well, the settling noises are fine, but if it's like, if it's like an explosive noise or like a uh, bang, like a loud noise, not just like a creak, that's not going to be a poltergeist. But if it's like a, uh, a poltergeist... <laughs> Just kidding, that was me. The broken clock on the wall just started working again. Poltergeist. Yep. Call the exorcist. <laughs> Sometimes they fix shit. And then I put in my notes, IDK, that part seems well, chill. Yeah, that, that's helpful. Yeah, it's like, oh, buddy, your, your old clock was broken, so I just yeah. got it working again. It's also, though, it said that oh, if old toys suddenly start working, mm-hmm. so like the horror movie trope of like the wind-up monkey just all of a sudden is like, cling, cling, cling. Poltergeist. That's the scariest part of Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah, that's that thing's super fucking scary. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's probably a poltergeist. That would scare me more than my clock suddenly working. My clock suddenly working, I'd be like, high five, bro! <laughs> Thanks for fixing my shit, because God knows I wasn't going to. <clears throat> I went to turn on the light, and the switch plate burned me. 
Is this why you needed to ask us the one? Yes. What <laughs> I, what, I forgot the name for a switch plate. I was like, what do you call the thing that's around your light switch? Okay. And our other roommate goes, a switch plate? And I go, yeah, that's yeah, the that's one. that's the one. Um, it burned you? Yes. Call the electrician. Yep. Yeah. Your circuits might be overloaded. Yeah. That's dangerous. My teenager went to get a glass of water from the sink, but what came out was gunky and brown. Call the exorcist. Call the plumber. No, I put teenagers. the teenager in as a, as a red herring. Oh. <laughs> teenagers are ruining my life. I'm getting tricky as the episodes <laughs> go on. So if that happens to you, it means your pipe is probably broken. Okay. And also don't drink your gunky brown water because that's how you get fucking E. coli and shit your life away, which is worse than a poltergeist, frankly. Having the poops is the fucking worst. Mm. I turned on the TV and it shocked me. Not like the programming shocked me because I saw boobies, but like it electrocuted me a little bit. Call the electrician? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I <laughs> skipped to a couple down and I was like, Bleh. this is the sign of an urgent electrical issue. Mm. Nothing should be harming you in your house. If something's harming you, call a professional. <laughs> could be an exorcist. Could, could be an exorcist, could be a plumber, could be an electrician. Just like call a professional or have an electrician friend. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, my bedroom is so cold. It's winter. <laughs> <laughs> nope, call the exorcist. <laughs> Ghosts and poltergeists can cause cold spots. Sputs. 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 Oh, so like when you walk through something cold, yeah. like cold and you're like, oh, who did I walk through? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Call the exorcist. Cool. I keep getting weird texts on my phone. Call the exorcist. Yep. <laughs> Apparently this is a thing poltergeists can do and I don't care for this shit at all. According to Ranker.com, in one case, Lindsay from Washington, D.C. This is all directly pulled because I was like, this is awesome. I don't want to rewrite it. Lindsay from Washington, D.C., our neck of the woods, was hanging out at her apartment when she received the text message, quote, Lindsay, I see you. No! And the poltergeist used the letter I, the letter C, and the letter U, and also misspelled Lindsay's name as L-I-N-Z-Y, which would offend me on a deep and personal yeah. level. I feel adamant that there is a U and an E and a Y in Courtney. Yeah. And it starts with a C. But that's just me. Anyway, and she didn't recognize the number. So she texted back and was like, who dis? And the person responding, or the thing responding, said, quote, just your friend, someone who watches your every move, your creepy, your little guardian angle. And I really love- I could be your angle or your devil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, angle. This is a poltergeist who's not, who has like meaty thumbs and is not great at texting. I hate this. And then the it's next terrifying. the next line from the Ranker article to make you laugh is, Jeepers Creepers, that's spooky. Jesus. <laughs> no, that's cute. Uh. Lindsay says that the poltergeist continue on with the sassy text messages, and that it even complimented her hair until she called the cops and tried to explain the insanity to a boy in blue. After that, the poltergeist was like, this is no longer fun. That's... I did true. get a text once when I was in... I think I was in the 10th grade because it was before we got rid of our Ford Windstar minivan. And my mom and I were driving because we were on our way to go camping as we did every fucking weekend. And so it was just me and my mom in the car. And I got a text message, which was weird enough because when I was in 10th grade, it was before texting was prominent. Like it wasn't a thing that people did. It was just like occasionally you get a text and it was like super expensive and nobody really knew how it worked. Right. And it was like, why are you using up my text? Yeah, this is, this costs $5. (laughs) My dad's going to yell at me. But I got a text from a number that wasn't in my phone that said, I see you. I hate that. And I awful. It makes me feel terrible. I thought it was a friend who was just like fucking with me. Like I was just like, that's weird. But what was extra upsetting was at that point, my mom and I were on this like stretch of country road where nobody else was around. So, and I was like, I don't love this. 
And this was after like we had we had a motorhome, which I hated, but whatever. Yeah. And we had like the the like radio system that truckers use, we would use that. And I guess some nearby truckers earlier in the day had seen our antenna and they came on and they were like, Hey Virginia girls in the Windstar, your ears on and my mom and I were like, Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. So it was it was a bad day for a lot of reasons. That's awful. So probably uh poltergeists and also creepy truck drivers. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. I feel bad for Lindsay. I do too. Especially because they spelled her name like douchebags. Douchebags. I yeah. see you, Lindsay. Fuck off. I hear a weird buzzing all the time. Call the electrician? Yep. Or also your doctor if you have tinnitus. Or, or your doctor. Sorry, my cat's being real cute right now. Do you want to take a moment? Is Psyche in there? No. No? I don't think so. Where, where's the other cat? Because she's punching it like there's something else in the I, bag. It's a ghost! It's a poltergeist! My god! Nope, nope. Just, oh, that was terrifying. Okay, <laughs> I thought there was something like in the bag, but nope. I was wrong. Okay, we have a poltergeist but it's a cat probably it's probably another cat it's probably another cat <laughs> which makes a lot more sense yeah than anything else so that's why our voices got weird anyway yeah. uh weird buzzing yeah so Danger. if you yeah if you hear the weird buzzing you might have loose prongs fraying wire or faulty outlets that cause the buzzing that's terrible yes and dangerous uh, <laughs> yes check out this weird scratch on my arm Fault. Exorcist. Yep, call the exorcist. Sometimes poltergeists get a little physical before going more extreme, and some will scratch three lines into you as a parody of the Holy Trinity. Want to know something upsetting? Check out my arm right now. No. <laughs> One, two, three. And then there's two little ones. It's because right now my cat is very sharp, oh. and in the night she likes to be little spoon or big spoon sometimes. But um. she was little spooning, and she got up on me, and because she's sharp, she was kneading, and she punctured me three times. No. But it was sweet because she loves me. I was just me. thinking... In Beloved, yes. she had three scratches on her... Yep. Four. No! <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Sign of poltergeist activity. I'll, I'll save my Beloved stuff for a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keep your Beloved to yourself. And, yeah, that's that was the last one. Check out this weird scratch on my arm. And that was the game. I don't like that. I know. <laughs> I mean, like, half of that was useful. <laughs> yes. Yes, half the of that half was... The is, like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. What was funny was I literally, I wrote this game, and then I went to bed, and the next day I woke up with those little three, but I know for a fact it was my cat, because I woke up in the night, and I was like, oh, she's hurting me, but it's because she loves me. So, my experience with Poltergeist... Yes, I'm having another piece very of limited. Well, in that, the, my first, I guess, interaction or, ex, like, exposure to Poltergeist uh-huh. was through Harry Potter, mm. like, trying to read the word Poltergeist when I was, you know, in fourth grade and nine years old, and yeah. being like, what's the... Poltergeist. Geist. <laughs> um, and my parents being like, oh, Poltergeist, like that movie. And I was like, huh? And so I, I saw I, that movie at about nine years old, so. Yeah, I have not seen it yet. I don't recommend um, it. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like all I really knew was like Peeves the Poltergeist, mm-hmm. and then there was something called Poltergeist that my parents were like, like yeah, probably don't watch that. Mm-hmm. In high school, we read Beloved. That was part right. of our curriculum. And I just finished, well, like I'm wrapping up teaching Beloved um, to my seniors now. And while I was, I guess while we were talking about like doing a Poltergeist episode, I was like, oh, like Beloved! (laughs) This is like the first time that I've ever thought of Beloved as a Poltergeist. Not necessarily Beloved in the the person form, but like at the very beginning of the novel when it's like, this thing is like throwing furniture around the house and like this thing picked up a dog and threw it across the wall and its eyeball popped out. Like, oh, poor yeah, Popper. Here boy. I forgot about that. Yeah, here boy. Oh, yeah. The dog's name was here yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. 
The dogs that was here, boy. <laughs> dogs <laughs> alone. Dogs are great friends. Be nice. Um, so yeah, but but here boy comes back in the end That's once true. they're rid of the when the ghost is gone. He's like, hey bros, what up? Right. But I'm here, here boy. boy. The, weird, the weird thing about here boy You're was welcome. that like he was like 20 years old. Mm. And he like lived through all of that. What a good <laughs> Poor boy. Poor dog. What a good boy. <laughs> but yeah, I was like thinking about beloved finally yeah. as a poltergeist, and I, I did look up like to see if anyone else has like really written about beloved being a poltergeist. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people like like really touched on that. That was like, a very said, insightful thing for your student oh. to propose. No, that was just me. Oh, that was just you? That was, oh. that was just me. Well, it's a very insightful thing, thing for, for you to propose. Yeah. Well, because I, I looked up other things, and some people say, yeah, sometimes people think of Beloved as a ghost, or yeah, you know, a guest or whatever, and it's like, yes, when she we did, is a ghost. Yeah, but... when we did our reading of it, it was like, she's a ghost who then takes human form. Right, and she... And I always assumed she was the ghost of the baby that died. Well, yeah, she's not just the, I mean, not just Spoilers. the baby. Yeah, huh, sorry. <laughs> this book has been out since the 80s. <laughs> if you haven't read it by now, you're not gonna. Um, but... Like, the the ghost of the baby beloved, but also yeah. the ghost of all the peop- the slaves who yeah. were killed on the Middle Passage. Which explains, yeah. which, there's like a three-chapter chapter, stream yeah. of consciousness thing. Where it's like, it's Setha, and then it's Denver, and then yeah. it's Beloved. Where Toni Morrison is like, punctuation! <laughs> so Don't it's, need that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fun read. But yeah. I remember I wrote, like, we had to do journals every time we mm-hmm. read a chunk. And my journal, when we read that part, was like, I find it interesting that when she's on the slave ship, she's focusing on everybody's teeth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's, is it possibly because she's infused with the spirit of this baby who yeah. died before she got teeth? teeth? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No. Oh, journals. Oh, journals. I was grading journals the other day, and one of the ones for the first chunk of Beloved, which, I mean, it's like the first half of the novel. One of my students gave me a 22-page journal, and I was like... <laughs> get an A because I'm not reading this shit I'm pretty sure you get what's happening in this book I I, I read some of it but I was also like I got through like 10 pages I was like I it's been so long I don't remember a time before this This journal journal. started um but yeah so that was that was like my I guess my favorite poltergeist but I guess the most famous poltergeist is the movie poltergeist yeah Um, which I saw uh when we were living in Japan my brother was into horror movies and I think I just tagged along watching it because my brother and my mom were watching it it was a bad idea I fully blame myself for this decision (laughs) but like it particularly got to me because I was a young girl with almost blonde hair at that point and that's who the poltergeist is like buddies with and I was just like I don't I don't like this and like my mom had talked a little bit about the bad shit that happened to the people yeah and I just died. Mm. So, Poltergeist first came out in 1982. Yep. And it is, it's weird. It's a, so it's a horror film, yes. right? Steven Spielberg wrote it and produced it. Oh. Yeah. But there's a weird, like, clause in his contract. He couldn't direct another movie while he was working on E.T., so, like, oh, someone else had to direct it. That makes sense. But I, like, very much don't, like, think of Poltergeist as, like, a Steven Spielberg movie, No, because right? it doesn't feel like it. It yeah. feels like a horror movie. Right. So, Poltergeist, 1982 movie was very popular, wildly mm-hmm. popular, to the point that it was reissued and they would do, like, you know, like, big screens oh, it, like, yeah. annually around Halloween. Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, mm-hmm. came out in 1986. Um, I have not seen that one. Yeah. It, Mostly because my mom, I think, said that it sucked. Yeah, so it probably sucks. It. I mean, like, <laughs> any horror movie sequel probably sucks. Probably I sucks. I mean, we, we can just assume that. Um, <laughs> and it's still the same, like, family and everything, but they have, like, a new reason or motivation for, like, the, gotcha. the, the thing, right? Then there's Poltergeist 3 in 1988. Stop making Poltergeists. Right. So <laughs> so then in 
2015, mm-hmm. there was a remake, um, which I think a I lot of people, that. like, bitched about it because yeah. they're like, why are you remaking a thing that already exists? Which is also, like, the argument it. for, like, why are you remaking every single Disney movie? Plus, like, <laughs> the the poltergeist, the, like, reason why there was the poltergeist mm-hmm. is one of the most iconic, like, movie reveals to the point where everybody right. knows it in the same way that everybody knows in Psycho that the killer is dressing up as his mother and he thinks right. it's his mother. Because it's, that's the, you moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies! Right! Ancient Indian burial ground thing. Yeah. That's, that's where that came from. So, like, with Poltergeist, um, something that I was, like, when I was Googling the word Poltergeist, er, like, you know, earlier. Yeah. The first thing that actually popped up was The Conjuring. Oh. And I was like, huh. And, like, also thinking about, like, Paranormal Activity and a lot of these other movies and other series that kind of, I I don't want to say spun off, but, again, are trying to, like use that like quintessential suburban family yeah and like attacking them and like you're not safe at home yeah and it's like this could happen to you you. right i guess maybe another experience i had with poltergeist like before that was like every like treehouse of horror like Simpsons thing right like they they had made they've made a lot of jokes at treehouse of horror episodes with like building a house on an ancient indian burial and the house like writes messages to you yeah and like there's a there he are moment yeah Oh, God. Sorry. I'm yeah, all like... of those horrible things are from Poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, they are. They so... really are. So, I think earlier today you were telling me about um, your mom suggesting that there was some sort of, like, curse yeah. around Poltergeist. Yeah, people were really superstitious about it. Yeah, saying, um, so the claim, this is all from Snopes, and I, I love Snopes so it, much. Um, that and, like, they, Atlas Obscura right, are they, fueling this podcast. Oh, my God, they, they do such good research. Um, also, Mental Floss. And also yeah. Wikipedia. And Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> we're adults. We, we are friends of these internet <laughs> websites. Um, so the claim is that the Poltergeist film series is cursed and has seen several strange deaths occur among its cast members. Yeah. That is what your mom was alluding to. Mm-hmm. So they've rated this as a legend, so not necessarily untrue or true just, or whatever. They can't they just, prove it either way. It's just way. a legend. They can't prove that it wasn't the movie cursing them, but right. they can't prove that it they was. They can't prove it, yeah. So what's seen as an unusually large number of deaths have occurred among the former cast of the Poltergeist trilogy. Yeah. This occurrence has given rise to the rumor uh, that the productions were in some kind of way cursed mm-hmm. due to the nature of the films themselves, as if the evil spirits conjured in the make-believe world of cinema have also now reached out into the real <laughs> world to claim what they might see as their rightful victims, which only makes me think of, like, The Ring and, yeah. like, Sadako, like, coming through the TV. Yeah. But again, they so Snopes def- defines a poltergeist as a noisy and destructive, but usually mm-hmm. mali- mich- mischievous, not malicious. So oh yeah, peeps, so just like fucking with you. Yeah, just so like peeps, <laughs> the poltergeist is like the best example of this, right? Yeah, held to be responsible for unexplained noises and movement of objects within a home. They're usually drawn to homes in which there are prepubescent children, especially girls. See? Oh my god! So that's why you probably were like, like, "Oh my god, I don't love this." <laughs> um, and so the Poltergeist series, each movie recounts an episode in the lives of the Freelings, a family who have the bad luck of taking up residence in homes inhabited by spirits intent upon kidnapping their children or sending their kids to live in some the like, other place. The other, yeah, the other place. <laughs> in the first one, the little girl who's like, "They're here," gets like sucked into the. TV into the alternate realm. Yeah. And then they get, like, the psychic who's like, go towards the light now, but don't go towards the light before when I told you not to, because then you're going to be bad, but now the light's good. It, it was a lot. Is that the upside down? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or or that weird, like, 3D realm that Homer gets sucked into. Yeah, that's, that's basically, yeah. It's that. <laughs> um, so... 
So most of Snopes is basically saying that it's mostly probably coincidence, uh-huh. which is the likely explanation than a curse. But there have been four deaths among the cast of, of, of the films. So the person who played Dana Freeling, the person who played Carol Ann Freeling. Carol um, Ann's the little girl. Taylor, the good spirit, and then Kane, the evil spirit. Although two of the deaths were foreseeable, um, the other two were not. Yeah, because um, I think the, didn't the little girl get sick? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and then she had, like, heart failure or something? Yeah, so, so the two deaths that have, like, the most, like, cursiness on it. Um, Dominique Dunn was the 22-year-old actress who played the big sister. Yeah. And she died at Cedar sinai Medical Center in L.A., four days after her boyfriend choked her into a coma from which she never awoke. Jesus. Um, weeks earlier, she had ended her abusive live-in relationship with Los Angeles chef Don Sweeney, but on the o- night of October 30th, 1982, he dropped by their former shared residence to plead with her to take him back. Mm. And then, yeah, so he, you know, attacked her. Yeah. So that just seems like a weird sudden death. Yeah. yeah it just, yeah. So that, that was that. And I think that's just a purely coincidental, yeah. right? But Heather O'Rourke, the girl who played Carol Ann, mm-hmm. um, unexpectedly passed away when she was 12 because she died of septic shock. Yeah. Um, she died at Children's Hospital in San Diego. They thought it was a bout of ordinary flu, but it launched her into cardiac arrest. And then they realized it was like, actual like bacterial toxins set loose like by her body and that's weird Um, and her heart was successfully restarted but then like they were trying to do surgery on her to remove whatever was like releasing the toxins yeah and it she died on the operating table and uh, the circumstances surrounding her passing rendered her death even more of a shock than it otherwise would have happened because she went from like a little girl who had the flu to a dead little girl. Yeah, and, like, in like, like a re- uh, real quick turnaround. And so, you know, people were like, but she looks so healthy. And yeah. same with um, Dominique Dunn, yeah. who was like, people were like, but she's Young so people young. shouldn't yeah. die. Yeah. Right, and these actresses, you know, uh, O'Rourke, at least, the, um, yeah, the, the little girl, had appeared in all three movies. Yeah. And Poltergeist 3 had yet to be released at the time of her death. And so there were rumors that she, like, died while they were filming. Oh. And that they used a double for the rest Ooh. of the film. Um, but at the the agent and, like, lawyers and everything were like, no, no, no. No, like, no, no. We, we, we've been we done. We wrapped this film up months ago. Like, she's fine. But someone else, the writer-director Gary Sherman, had actually maintained that filming of Poltergeist 3 had not finished when she died. So they had to, like, change the script to com- oh, yeah. complete the film. But it's just, like... I don't know. It, that, it was just like really spooky, and it's, like of course, like the, you know, the rumor mill would like latch onto that. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's it's a horror movie, and then the fact that that many people mm-hmm. died in such a short time, and they weren't like obviously sick or right. like elderly. They were young and the, pretty. The other people who are attached to this who did die mm-hmm. were older, and so that's oh. why people are like, nah, well, I mean, nah, old people nah, die, old people nah, die all the time, right? Nah, nah. Um, <laughs> that's our impression of people talking about the elderly. Uh, but w- there's one popular form of this rumor, which is that one of the child actors ha- said to have come to an untimely dead after the making of each film, one murdered, one in a car accident, and one of a mo- mysterious disease. But like, there, there's no proof oh. to that. I heard the car yeah. accident rumor. Yeah, and then there's and an I thought ex- that was what killed the older mm. sister. There's an extreme version of the curse rumor that Ooh. says everyone who's appeared in the- these movies is now dead, but like, they have to. Like yeah. the people who are in the film, like I think the, like I'm I'm alive. The lady, hey. the lady who played the psychic, I think, just died within the past like ten years. So yeah, that's you know. Um, <laughs> and then people are like, if they were deceased, they wouldn't be making public appearances. Or would they? Um, that's what they want you to think. And then of course, like when the 2015 movie yeah. came out, people were like, oh, is there going to be another curse attached to this? Yeah. One? So and the curse was nobody went to see it. 
<laughs> Commentary. So, so, yeah, like, I mean, I think with really any scary movie, um, like, there's going to be some rumors yeah. attached to it. I and know. so for Poltergeist to, to make a film that's about some family experiencing a curse, like... It it's the thing where we're filling in the gaps and wanting some salacious thing like yeah. if you're gonna make a movie this scary like I wish it was real or you said yeah. or or it seems, it seems so, so real, real yeah that it kind of transfers and colors your belief of exactly. what happened. Yeah, I know when filming The Others, Nicole Kidman reported, because they were all staying either on site in that house mm-hmm. or like nearby, that they all were having like crippling nightmares. Uh. <laughs> which like you're filming a horror movie of course, of course you're gonna get all spooked out but that's just like if i were filming a horror movie that's what i would do yeah so i mean you gotta get you gotta like i don't know get in character I guess. yeah you get in <laughs> like, character really, like lean into the <laughs> lean into the experience yeah and that was before youtube existed so she couldn't just like watch puppy videos until she fell asleep <laughs> which i highly recommend poor girl particularly of like the little english bulldog that rolls down the hill that's such a good one. Now hold on to that because I'm about to talk about a semi-local poltergeist. Uh, uh-oh. It's far away. So it's as semi-local but far se- away. So in, within our state? Yeah, it's in Virginia. Okay. So as you said, there are rumors that they're drawn to adolescence. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory about if this were a real poltergeist, why it would have chosen this family. But okay. Oh, and there are also, I just liked this detail, uh, theories that poltergeist activities are actually just kids acting out for attention. Mm. So, like, mm. they throw shit when nobody sees it, and they're like, oh, my God, the teapot just crashed into the wall, when really it's like little Timmy is like, fuck you, Mom, you don't understand my poetry. I'm almost thinking, like, Elf on the Shelf as being, like, a little poltergeist. Yeah, exactly. you know, you're always finding him, like, doing weird things. <laughs> yeah. So, this poltergeist is called the Portsmouth Poltergeist. Mm. And Portsmouth it, Portsmouth is a city that's about three hours from us. That's but, where Matt and Megan got married. Yay! <laughs> well, good thing you didn't know about this then. Uh, <laughs> it's right by Chesapeake, which is mm-hmm. uh, kind of by Norfolk. Kinda. Norfolk. Norfolk, if you are not local. And Virginia Beach. It's the, it's the coastal, yeah. coastal Virginia. The coastal, the coastal part of Virginia. Uh, so on either September 6th or September 7th, I found two different dates mm-hmm. for it, but it was in 1962. Some weird shit went down at the house of Charles and Annie Doherty, an elderly couple. So like Charles was probably around 90 and this was in Portsmouth, as I mm-hmm. said. So Annie had just made the bed and all the covers and pillows flew off of it. No. And then she's like, well, that's strange. And then the mattress flew off the fucking bed at her. No. Yep. And so Annie was like, the fuck? And then she was startled when the dresser in the bedroom then crashed over so she noped on out to the parlor and then a vase on the mantle crashed into the window in the parlor Frick. a bottle of insecticide from next to the washing machine flew into the back of her head and a kitchen cabinet flew open and the salt and pepper shakers came crashing out of it and one witness described it as they kind of did a little dance which i think is cute one witness so she wasn't alone she wasn't because the doherty's 13 year old grandson who lived with them was around at the time and he was actually he ended up being dumped out of his chair and his school books flapped around the room like quote angry birds angry birds and that's where the game came from wow <laughs> that's a lie that, I... <laughs> so and also teacups were launched out of the window and shattered on the porch so all of this noise and commotion because a lot of shit crashed mm-hmm. drew the attention of a neighbor Helen Davis, who came by to check shit out and saw a floating pipe come out of the bedroom and go down the hallway. She was like, well, this seems weird. That's weird. She found the Doherty's sitting amongst their broken things, and she says she remembers Charles saying, quote, I am so tired of all this stuff, I don't know what is going on. Uh Aha, so like... 
this has happened before. Apparently. Yeah, but there's it's... there's no, like, I couldn't find details about yeah. things that happened before. All the things I found said it started on either the 6th or 7th uh... of September. So the Dardies called the police, thinking, you know, maybe there's, like, something weird and they can yeah. help us. So the police came up with search dogs to do just, like, a cursory search of the house to see right. if there were pranksters throwing things. Yeah. And they just didn't see them. The dogs refused to go into the house. Uh. So instead, they stayed outside and they whined. So one of the dog's handlers went in to check things out, and when he was searching, he got hit on the leg by something. And then Annie, who I, in my notes, call Sassmaster3000, said to him, quote, you stay around here, you get hit by a lot of stuff. Yikes. <laughs> move! Like, you don't have to live there! This is an elderly sass woman, though, and I love her. I, I love her. I appreciate her, like, humor in this, like, <laughs> trying time, but, like... Oh my god. Just get the fuck you out. You don't have to live there. <laughs> there are other houses. So the police concluded that nothing was out of order and it was just a weird thing that was happening. But then the weird thing kept happening. Um. So over the next two nights, stuff would fly around the house. Each day it would start at about four. And that was when books, vases, pipes, tobacco tins, lamps, basically anything not nailed down, would be hurled around the room with great speed and force. A ceiling light was broken when a stool flew up into it, a skillet on the stove flew into a chair, and every single window on one side of the house was broken. The glass in the front door was also shattered. So after those two days, though, things started to calm down, but still things were smashing themselves and several picture frames on the wall began to spin. So that was when a reporter from the local newspaper, The Pilot, was assigned to the story. Mm -hmm. So Joseph Phillips went to the house and he said he was skeptical and he didn't believe in ghosts. Right. But he said that while he was there, the activity convinced him that the Polter Pol Portsmouth poltergeist was the real deal. He said he got, quote, goose pimples while dodging flying household objects that crashed to bits on the floor. In his write-up of his experience, he said, quote, I didn't believe this nonsense until Saturday. Now I'm not so sure. He was checking out the house, and a nurse was also there to check on Charles's blood pressure uh -huh. because they were an elderly couple. And she got spooked because they were leaning on a buffet table talking, and the table moved, and Phillips said he didn't feel anything. But then he saw a vase in the living room fly off the shelf and into the hallway. Mm -hmm. So he ran into the living room to see if somebody had thrown it or whatever. And there was nobody there. And while he was in the living room, a cup from the dining room landed at his feet. So he thought maybe the nurse had thrown it and he went back to the dining room. But the nurse was gone because she bounced after the table spooked her. So there was no one he, in the room. Charles should be living here. If he has bad. I mean, if he has bad blood pressure. Yeah. Like, the blood pressure. Like I don't. I, I can't even like get this out. Like, He's so angry. He has, it can't be good for him. <laughs> and so while Phillips is in the dining room, being like, "The fuck, the nurse is gone." A tobacco tin floated off the table, and he saw it in the air, and then it flew at him, and he was like, "Well, ghosts are real." You know who else had a tobacco tin? Who? Paul D. It replaced his heart. Hey! <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Annie Doherty was fearless and uh, remained calm despite the chaos in Phillips's report. She said, I'm not nervous and I'm not afraid of ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Bah. And she was a prototypical ghostbuster. So after the article came out in the pilot, everybody wanted to come by the house and see what the deal was. Mm -hmm. So the day after it was published, as many as 10,000 people came by to participate in what I termed the Grand Virginia tradition of rubbernecking. Because that's a thing we that's do here. That's a thing here. we do here. 
Helen Davis, the same neighbor from before, said everybody wanted to go in there. Some just wanted to go in and buy trinkets. Some just wanted to see things fly around. So it became like a mystery shack? Kind of. From <laughs> It was like, ooh, haunted house, let's go. Oh my god. Apparently everybody was Mickey Mouse in this neighborhood. Nice. <laughs> the voice I just did. I would, yeah, turn a profit from my weird freaky house. Yeah. I mean, I would. I'd be like, here, take this broken teacup, 50 bucks. And they'd be like, yes. yes. And I'd be like, thanks for buying me a whole new tea, tea set, set, fucker. <laughs> So Annie Daugherty, who was fearless in the face of ghosts, did not like crowds. So Mm. she did not love that there were people on her yard. She didn't love how, and like, you don't have to dislike crowds to be pissed that 10,000 people come by your house. Yes. Like, fuck that. (laughs) So the police eventually were summoned to cordon off the area and keep the peace. But with all the chaos, the Daugherty's decided that they would move until the neighborhood calmed the fuck down about their poltergeist. Annie said, I'm not going around those people anymore. There's nothing to see on the streets, and I don't want them in my house. So after they moved out, William G. Roll and a faction from Duke University came by to check it out. Now, Roll is a German parapsychologist and director of the Physical Research Foundation, and again, affiliated with Duke University. So, like, a real-ass place was (laughs) sponsoring this shit. And they showed up to Ghost Hunt. So the day that Roll arrived, a glass china closet door shattered. He remained skeptical, though, and after a week of being in the house, he and his investigation said that the house was not haunted. He said that it was tough to come to any conclusive judgment, but that the only thing that he was sure of is that the house itself was not causing the phenomena, as the hubbub was only happening when there were people in the house and when the house was occupied. Roll suggested that one of the residents of the house, so one of the Daugherty's or their grandson, uh, was psychokinetic and was accidentally moving all the stuff with their mind. So when you said they had a teenage son... It was a grandson. Grandson, a teenage yeah. grandson or whatever. I immediately was like, do... Like, I thought this was going to be something like the grandparents died and, like, all I was oh. left was, like, this teenage boy. And it's like, oh, a poltergeist did it. Like, a ghost <laughs> did it. But, like, really, he, like, trashed their house and, like, attacked them. Maybe. But... I mean, but I go... The two of them, if the, the grandparents are like, no, nah, we don't know what's yeah. happening, and they're, like, not being like, our grandson but is attacking us. We can get into this at the end, because I oh, want to yeah. go into theories, but, like, it could just be that they were like, well, we don't want to say that our 13-year-old grandson is destroying our house. Oh. Maybe we want to save face and a say it's a ghost. ghost. Oh. And not a 13-year-old throwing shit around. Right. Anyway. Well, one of them being telekinetic would yeah, be, like, right? amazing. That'd be like... Oh my god, incredible. Roll did say that he didn't think it was fraud or deception. He said he detected none of that. So whatever it was, it was, they came by it honest. After a few more days passed, a patrolman on a routine walkabout said that the neighborhood had calmed down and the house seemed quiet, but the Daugherty's did not move back in. And after about a month, two different men moved in and reported no strange occurrences. Eventually the house was torn down. So the Daugherty's are probably the ones that are weird, mm-hmm. not the house. So what caused the kerfuffle? Ugh. According to Reverend Fred Jordan, who was a practicing spiritualist at the time, he thought that the events were caused by, quote, an earthbound spirit who has been provoked into physical manifestations by recent events in the household. He did not expand upon what he meant by recent events in the household. Mm. So maybe like... I don't know, some shit went down and then the ghost came by. I don't know. He did think that Annie might have been a medium without knowing, and so her ability opened the door for the spirit to roll up. And he suspected that the spirit was satisfied after all the smashing and that his message had been gotten through, so he decided he wouldn't continue to fuck shit up anymore. 
there were there were reports and um i wish i had the quote still but there were people in the neighborhood one person was like it's witchcraft what you got to do is you got to boil a black cat down and then you got to eat the bones and no joke this other person responded i'm trying to quote this as close as i can because it was incredible ain't nobody in that house ain't no black cat oh my god <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard that our other roommate was like what are you reading i <laughs> The, being a medium without knowing it, yeah. and, like seeing clients that you were, aren't, you you, you, like, didn't, you didn't call ask for, for they're just and like, then Hello. they're using your house as like one of those smash rooms <laughs> where you just like throw, throw shit until <laughs> your like anger is out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I do. That does kind. Of, if she were an accidental medium, that would explain why she had like she wasn't flummoxed at all and she wasn't flustered. Because if that shit had been happening to her her whole life, she's or just probably, like sometimes shit just blows up around me, she's probably like, eh, fuck it. That's a weird thing that happens. So I shouldn't be surprised if something like this happens to like my parents because my mom. Might because be your mom is probably yeah. Annie Doherty. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> I would write a movie about the both of them, <laughs> and I would watch that movie after I wrote it. Um, so. So the practical answer doesn't exist. Like, yeah. there's no conclusive evidence that there was, like, a gas leak or any kind of mass hysteria where everybody hallucinated that they saw these things. But there were multiple witnesses. You had the journalist come by, the neighbor who came by, and then the grandparents and the grandson all said that this stuff was happening. And then, like, William Roll, even though he concluded the house isn't haunted, the china door shattered when he was there. Some theories that I have are that it was some sort of epic household spousal fight. Because, like, mm -hmm. some of the stuff, it's, like, a skillet flew off the oven and into the door. That could be, like, I'm so pissed at you, I'm throwing this skillet at you because it was in my hand. Mm -hmm. And then nobody wanted to cop to that because it was embarrassing and it was 1962 and mm -hmm. the 50s weren't that distant of a memory. Mm -hmm. And it's also possible that the grandson, like you kind of said, maybe the grandson was acting out. Mm -hmm. And because it was the 60s when you didn't want to talk about that shit... Mm -hmm. Maybe he was acting out, and to save face, they were like, I don't know, probably a ghost. The opposite of that movie, we have to talk about Kevin. Yes. We don't have to talk about We don't have to Kevin. talk about Kevin. It's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel to We Need to Talk About Kevin. Because, yeah, like, in the 60s, that was when you still had, if somebody got whoopsies pregnant, it the baby would be discreetly adopted by a married family member, mm. and then they would never talk about it. That's what happened. My grandfather right. didn't know his biological father because... His mom got oopsies pregnant, and then she gave the baby to her married sister. And so he didn't know. We don't know. Our family tree ends right there because we don't. We genuinely don't know because no one talked about it. It was just nothing. We just we sweep it on the rug. We don't talk about it. So if your thirteen year old is acting out to the point where he's smashing all the windows in yeah, your house, yeah, you're not gonna be like, you're not gonna be like, oh, sorry, that's just our little grandson. You know how he gets. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my theories. I don't really know. That's, I, yeah. yeah, that was, I was, I agree with that one, um, I guess, because, yeah. I just, yeah, like, that just, yeah. it makes sense it makes if it's sense. not a poltergeist, which, as we know, I don't super believe in, and then to, if you're, are you ready oh. to round us out? Well, I was just going to say, oh. we need more, we need more poltergeists like Peeves. Yeah. He's, like, just mildly annoying, yeah. but like, mostly just funny. Ghost around me, if you want to, like, move a pillow and make a fart noise, I'm on board. Yeah. Like, make me laugh, Ghost, because I know you want the best for me, so you should want to make me fucking laugh and not spill beer on my fucking carpet. Exactly. You listening? You listening? Good. Yeah, because we rent this place. <laughs> I know. This is not our home. <laughs> Please don't destroy it. They will charge us for it. <laughs> and then just to round us out yeah. here at the end... 
while I was doing research, because I was like, it'll be fun to find a Virginia poltergeist. Did you know that UVA has a division of perceptual studies in their school of medicine? No, that's yep, awesome. Right? So it, the mission statement of this division is, quote, the scientific empirical investigation of phenomena that suggest that currently accepted scientific assumptions and theories about the nature of mind or consciousness and its relation to matter may be incomplete. So that's a very scientific way of saying ghosts. Wait, um, I want to go back to school now. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, what the fuck? It was founded in 1967 by Dr. Ian Stevenson as the Division of Personality Studies. And students of this division focus on ESP, poltergeists, near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences, and, quote, claimed memories of past lives. There are no psychics on staff, so I know that's a plus for us. That is a plus for us. And most of the staff are actually renowned scientists in their fields, which are psychiatry, various sciences, all kinds of nerd things. Wild. And then um, the last bit that I want to get to, because I want to do an episode on this in the future. Yeah. Jim Tucker is a member of the staff there, and he's a child psychiatrist whose work focuses on children who have memories that aren't their own, which uh, are often linked to deceased people from far away. And I would love to do an episode on uh, these kids, because yes. that shit gives me the chills. Oh my god. So like the little boys who are like, oh yeah, that's where I worked in my last life or whatever. When they're like, oh, when I was a girl, that's where I worked. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I love it. And so um, he is with UVA and he actually like, nice. he works with those kids. Go who's. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only, only time, time we'll say that. that I'll ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because they have like a paranormal <laughs> studies department. So we should tour that campus and ask for a tour of it. We should. Because like I found an Atlantic article on it from like 2014. Yeah. So it's probably still there. Yeah. And Charlottesville is not that far from us. No. We'll just do like a little road trip down and just, you know, yeah. get a little spoopy tour. Oh, you know, I just remembered yeah. when we were talking about road trip down and everything. Yeah. Earlier this week, a spooky thing that happened this week. <gasps> we were, when we posted our last episode yes. about Marie uh, Laveau. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of my friends, um was showing me photos. She saw on our Instagram, we posted the promo for the Marie Laveau. Yeah. And she goes, wait, I've seen her grave. <laughs> and she, so she um, went to New Orleans a few years ago. Yeah. And went to one of the cemeteries because she loves cemeteries. She is much like me, loves cemeteries. I don't love cemeteries. I, yeah. It's like, okay. it, they creep me out. They're interesting. Yeah. Um, but she found one big tomb that was covered in X's, and she got really, really excited about it, and she and her sister-in-law took lipstick and drew oh. the X's, and they put their hand they on it or whatever. Well, so that's, I was like, wait, what? Because yeah. you were talking about the law thing. But they realized when they moved, like, a few more meters away, there was a, like, unofficial tour group with, uh-huh. like, some, you know, tour guide who wasn't really affiliated with that cemetery. I guess it must have been, like, a general city yeah. ghost tour. And they found a- the actual Marie Laveau's tomb. So the tomb with all the X's oh. is someone else's. And the Marie Laveau really? one is actually very crudely painted over. Like, they have oh. to, like, whitewash it every so often. Probably because everybody's painting X's right, on it. So <laughs> my friend took her finger, just, like, her fingertip, yeah. and was just touching touching the tomb and looking at where other people took their, like, fingernails or maybe took their keys and they just etched X's mm-hmm. into the thing. And so she was just touching the thing, and then the tour guy, like, yelled at her. was like, hey, what are you doing? You can't. And she's like, don't I, touch I don't have anything in my hands. Like, I'm just <laughs> touching it. Like, it's okay, but yeah, so the Marie Laveau thing, like, people, yeah, 
So I really want to go to New Orleans I know. and eat food and I mean, get a beignet and then go look for Marie Laveau's. I have our conference in 2019 mm-hmm. for work is going to be in New Orleans. Yeah. So like, so you should go I'll check have it a, out. Yeah, I have, I'll have a hotel room. I can go on an adventure. Exactly. So yeah, that's yeah, our. So that's that was our, like, yeah, that's my weird thing. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's Poltergeist. That's Poltergeist and a callback to the last episode, which yeah. if you didn't listen to, go ahead and listen to it. There's yeah. Yes, Toilet that, Queen. Yeah, ghosts that share our middle names. Yes. Because we couldn't find ghosts that, that share our, our first, first names. names. <laughs> <laughs> no Courtney's in shopping malls, no Sasha's in Russia. No. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. But bright side, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Spoop Hour. And you can email us at spoophour at gmail.com if you've got any stories mm-hmm. or if you've got episode ideas or you just want to say hey or you want to swap pro- promos. Or you want to like guest host or like whatever. We're, yeah. we're doing say the hey. thing. Yeah. yeah. Add us. You want to make us happy cry? Make us happy cry. It'll be fun. Add us at nice things at us <laughs> yes i mean you can mean things at us but i will probably sass you yes sasha might get sad though so don't do it but don't do it. i don't know our twitter password but if you make sasha sad i will sass you and i can be a mean ass she has a she has a specific set of skills i have a very specific set of skills <laughs> and it's baking things and sassing people yeah quite nicely so be you know say hello to your poltergeist you yes. got them call your, your electrician and plumber if your sink smells like farts <laughs> or your like lights, lights are buzzing yeah. and like your switch plate is hot. Yes, and stop buying avocado toast so that you can buy that house where you can have a poltergeist electricity problems and toilet problems. Yay. <laughs> you know, I mean, usually whenever people start talking about doing a you know, I mean, look, rings, here's like, the point that I'm trying to make here, okay? Yeah. Barb This is what I don't understand. I mean, how I mean, could I don't they have how you made a movie this bad? I, mean, I know Who greenlit this? Who said that this was okay? Look at the adaptations that came before. Yes, there been many, but I'm talking about Come get belligerent on Popcorn Prattle Film Talk Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. You'll be glad you did. We here at Spoop Hour are really excited to be participating in Two Pods a Day, a movement to call attention to some great indie podcasts. So as always, we're going to go ahead and recommend that you check out They See Me Rollin', Famished and Feasting, and Really Famous wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find Two Pods a Day on Twitter as well.